Rock Salt Radio. Be afraid also, tremendously afraid, for the day of reckoning is upon us. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. For one reason and for one reason only, to settle something once and for all. Now please listen very carefully. Mm-hmm. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I did this roast. <laughs> In your face, Aaron. Okay. We got an understanding. Uh-huh. We're on a mission from God. Yeah, man, on a mission from God. It's Aaron, Dave, no Patrick today on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. We're putting the band back together. Again. No way. We're on a mission from God. It is the uh, weekend before Christmas, Aaron. Matt, me and Elwood, putting the band back together. Ma'am, you got to understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Or should I say Santa? Well, you know, I'll be on a mission in about a week. (laughs) (laughs) Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're going to put me right back in the joint. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. Hey, thanks for pulling double duty and uh, doing Patrick's job of dressing up in costumes. I thought someone's here. I should. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. But what else do you need, right? <laughs> Get in the family truckster and head out to the family. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me show everybody this shirt. There it is. <laughs> I, you really do look like Santa Claus. Uh, you know, uh, my wife, I think, bought me this oh, shirt last year. Mysterious ways. Yo, yes, he does. Yep. Strike out the band, Sal. Uh. All right, man. It has been a whirlwind of a uh, month. I don't even want to say week. It culminated in this week, but, man, it's been a crazy month since uh, Thanksgiving. I have been running a marathon at light speed, brother. Yeah, I'm working the night shift now, and you started texting me like at midnight (laughs) to like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what are you doing? You're still up. (laughs) Yeah, that's... That's the way it's been for me, getting like four hours of sleep a night and, you know, trying to fit this in between work and housework and life work and just work. Because <laughs> none of it's been fun, brother. None of this has been oh. enjoyable for me the last month at all. <laughs> On the upside, I've got the company Christmas party tonight, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we're going to a uh, Christmas party tonight, too. Are you? That'll yeah. be two in two weeks for you. Uh, yeah, we, we had a fun time a couple weeks ago. And so, you know, Patrick is down and out today. Um, yeah. He's feeling a little under the weather. Yeah. yeah um, you probably, probably, um, at the family uh, Christmas party did a little too much and <laughs> nah, it's, you, know, you know what I think it is. Oh, okay. I emailed him that we're going to do the gift exchange and I don't think he got us any gifts. Aaron. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he's in a love. Uh, what we sent him. Yeah. So I, I think he just bailed out because he didn't want him. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope he hears this. Yeah, he will. All right. He's probably feeling like, oh, Aaron's dressed like Santa and I could have been the elf. And in fact, I saw that. You know, Nancy, uh, you know, Nancy, don't kill me now. I saw it for the first time the other day. 
It's like your wife's favorite Christmas movie, right? Yeah, she loves that one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, the, you, the part where he's like, Santa, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not, it, I, it's a good movie. It's yes. not one of my favorite Christmas oh, movies. It was, it was it's not though. my go-to. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had, you know, every year I say, oh, you know what? Starting Thanksgiving, I'm going to watch one Christmas movie a day, whatever it is. And uh, I do that every year. And I fail every single year. <laughs> I think I've watched one Christmas movie. What and that is your favorite Christmas movie? I've got a couple of favorites. I've got uh, summer traditions, by the way. Bad so, Santa, right? Bad Santa is my, my Christmas Day tradition uh, because it makes me belly laugh every single time I see it. I only watch it that day so it doesn't get old and stale. Um, some of my others, I... I I'm going to go down this rabbit hole with you. Okay. Um, some of the others that I really enjoy are um, Miracle on 34th Street, the original one. Uh, I think it's because I, I just grew up watching it with my mom all the time. And, and it's, it's a solid Christmas movie. It never gets old. Am I, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, of course, you, you can't have Christmas without Christmas Vacation. I mean, everybody watches Christmas Vacation during Christmas. Oh, yes. I mean, at least once, if not multiple times. Christmas Story, another one. That's one of my uh, traditions. Uh, on Christmas, I will watch Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, and then we wrap it up with Bad Santa. Uh, I saw Christmas Vacation in the theater when it came out originally. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I thought back then? Because we didn't have them out here in Sacramento. What's a Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know that I really didn't want to know what a Walmart was. <laughs> yeah, we enjoy uh, White Christmas and Holiday Inn. My wife uh, has kind of got me in on that. And so... Are they doing yeah. White Christmas again at the at the Crest this year? Are you going to go? No, we're busy that day. Oh. But we have been, though. That was... I think we, we went last, last year. year. Yeah, we you did. You and I and yeah. uh, Don and... Uh, did your kids go? Or is it just you, me, uh, and Don? No, no. I think the kids yeah. went, too. Yeah, it was it was a great time. It was a packed house. Yeah. This, this Thursday, though, they're playing the ultimate Christmas movie at the Crest Theater, which is a local theater in Sacramento here. They're playing... Die Hard. No, you just Christmas heard movie. it from Bruce Willis's mouth, man. We're playing Die Hard, the Christmas movie at the Crest Theater. I, I'm too bad I'm busy. I know you want to keep playing that. You know, I, I, no, I, I'm not going to play it again okay. um, because Patrick's not here. Uh, I'm going to read. Jermaine settled it last week or two weeks ago when he said Die Hard was Christmas. Movie. Uh, I'm going to get Jermaine. I'm going to send that to Jermaine. <laughs> um and uh, let me see. And by am, the way, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't seen, haven't listened to the Cracker Barrel scene with Jermaine, it's the funniest thing. <laughs> it ever. really is. It's yeah, so, so funny. So please it's bad do for me a, a minute because I am trying to find my uh, comments <laughs> because Patrick and I were going back and forth on Facebook. Um, I got to pull up all comments oh. <laughs> instead of just relevant comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that there's probably comical in itself that you and Patrick are going back and forth. Well, I'm going to show you the text since uh, I didn't save these for the screen or anything okay. like that. I wasn't prepared for that. But, uh, well, your wife, Dawn, 
she almost immediately liked it right after I posted it. And I yes. said, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and then Patrick chimed in and he said, dang, bro. And I said, go ahead, brother. You can say it. And there is the gif of uh, Hulk oh, Hogan putting oh, his hand yeah. to his ear. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for it. And he goes, I don't care what Bruce says. He didn't write the script. Oh, come on. And I said, geez, you just, you can't admit it, can you? And he said, nope. And he said, the whole reason for John to be in LA was to be with his wife and kids for Christmas. Christmas movie. <laughs> You're going to like this one, Aaron. Well, there's Santa in there. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, now I have a machine gun. No, okay. <laughs> um, and you're going to like this, this, my response here. So I said to, uh, I said to Patrick, well, you're, you're just a Willis denier. And, <laughs> and there's a, there's a gif of uh, Hillary looking sideways. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, you guys are having fun. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, oh, just to take it a little further, I had to read the comments here. Uh, he goes, I see you posted a meme of your hero. And I said, I'm not a Hulk Hogan fan. You know, it's all about the Scott. And there's a gif of Roddy Roddy Pop, Rowdy Roddy Piper oh. in uh, in that movie he did. I forget the name of it. Oh, it's it, the greatest line ever in a movie. I know it's your favorite. You know, you know. I came here to chew bubble gum and kick and some ass. Kick some ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. It's great. It's great line. <laughs> And, and and he's like the perfect person to say something like that. You know, we were uh, having, I don't, I think we had the conversation on the air last week or last show about why I liked Piper over Hogan, which was, um, you just didn't know what you were going to get with Piper. You might get friendly handshake Piper, or you might get coconut to the head Piper. You just I, never saw it coming. I was watching a football game the other day and then they're broadcasting from North Dakota and they pan the audience, and there's a guy in a Hulk Hogan costume <laughs> with the like he has the belt on and all that. Yeah, because the uh, the the team that um, is the home team is won all these championships, so he brings the belt as a champion. And I'm like, this is perfect from North Dakota, right? That Hulk Hogan, someone would be dressed in a Hulk Hogan costume in the middle of the game, <laughs> but it was a great costume. And isn't it pretty cold out there right now? Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, still dressed like Hulk Hogan? Yeah, but it's inside in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, Florida. okay. Yeah, it's in, they, it's they, inside. They built a dome there. Because it, it was like... Smart. Yeah, it was like <laughs> minus one degrees on the outside. And so if you look inside, you, you see all the people in T-shirts and all that. And I'm like, where's where's that two jackets? That you you know have it under your seat, I guess, as you're watching the game. But it, it was great seeing the costume because I loved Hulk Hogan. I, I'm letting... I, yeah, I'm pulling some of this off of Facebook and uh, the the reels thing. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg, could you at least put like a, a the scroll bar on there so I can go back and forth and <laughs> chew these up for my show? Um, because I'm waiting for this uh, video and it's posted. I did post this on the Rock Salt page um, of Hulk Hogan with a little kid here, and it's just the coolest thing. Let me tell no, let me tell you. Something, brother. When you walk in this beach shop, I'm surprised that you still got the shirt on, Jack. 
Vince would be smart to, you know, call him Hulk Jr. and bring him up. I think that would be a good, he's got the whole thing down, man, and he's six years old. So uh, I just thought that was cool, and that was uh, we that wasn't scripted. We weren't ready to play that. It just went that way. So. But um, well, you know, uh, we've got on today's show. We're gonna bring on my brother. I know you always love, uh, you know. Well, my brother's on to tell stories. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you're not part of the conversation. Sorry, no, Aaron. That's okay. <laughs> um, I'll listen and laugh. Though, yeah. Just uh, like I was there. I, I, you know, I'm unscripted and so is he. <laughs> but uh, I'm really excited, too, because uh, my niece, Hannah, is going to be on as well. So uh, hopefully we get some good stories out of her because she's a card. She's a chip off the old block. <laughs> um, and uh, w- what else do we got going on? We, we're going to do a gift exchange. Yes. And um, it's our Christmas show. Yeah. So. A bunch of music. Christmas you know. music. Yes. Just in time for Christmas. Yes. Is this going to be on before Christmas? Yes. It okay. Will. So you can listen to us during Christmas. That's right. Because <laughs> what better way to open presents than to listen to me yak <laughs> at you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the Rock Soft Musecast experience.
Hi, this is Jermaine with Tricord, and you're listening to Rock Salt Musecast with Aaron and Dave. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.
Hi, it's Peter from Peter 118 from the UK. Um, check out Rock Salt Radio Podcast. Rockstar Musecast Experience. It's Dave and Shane today. Yeah, it's me. No Aaron, no Patrick. No, not that I know of. They're they're a little too busy for for us folk, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, so be it. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, we did bring in uh, my brother Jim and uh, my niece Hannah. So uh, <laughs> golfers clap for the for the Beatons today. <laughs> <laughs> We we could uh, we could start our own sitcom or something. Have you guys watched F is for Family? No, is it a movie or what? No, it's on Netflix. It's a Bill Burr uh, animated series, and I promise you, if you go watch it, you'll see so much of our family in his family. That's a lot. <laughs> is that good or bad? Um, it's bad. well, it's just funny. <laughs> it's what it is. It's funny because, uh, well, like in the first episode, um, there's a, a younger kid that, that, okay, so his family, they have three kids and the middle kid is getting bullied and picked on and stuff like that. And the oldest kid, he's a teenager and he's out with his girlfriend making out and he finds out that his uh, younger brother is in trouble getting beat up by the bullies. And so his older brother you know, leaves the girl, comes and saves the little brother, beats up the bullies, and then beats up the little brother for making him <laughs> leave the girl <laughs> to come save him. And I went, that is totally me and you. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Right? And, and yeah. I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's, passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> right. So Hannah, I, I want to start out with that you've got a very successful business, I hear. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's a side business. It's keeping me busy, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh tell us all about it. Yeah, I make cake. Is it? Are you like the new cake boss? Um I've, sure. <laughs> I've seen some of your stuff. That's okay. You can kick Duff off of his throne. <laughs> what's that i think i could too better looking exactly well you got hair so that's a start that's, yeah. that's, that's the number yeah, one that's overrated <laughs> yeah well you know some of us just some of us just move it from the top of our head to the bottom of our face 
Yeah, mm. uh, that's how it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> me too. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means a whole new thing nowadays, Hannah. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> no, really, everybody's doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why buck the trend is what I say. Just join in. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, and you save on waxing, right? Exactly. <laughs> See? Exactly. It's about economical. Yeah, it's a win-win. Yep, yep. Yeah, See. I like saving money. <laughs> it's always a good thing. It's tough. <laughs> Ew. What? Tasty. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my cakes are tasty. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what the heck were you talking about? He was talking about waxing, and he said it was tasty. Oh, I thought you talked about the cake. <laughs> That's a perfect segue. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? Well, what's what's the name of your business, Hannah? It's a Born Free Cake Company. Okay, and uh, you're uh, what? Do you have a shop, or you just work out of the house, or what do you do? I just work out of my kitchen. That's awesome. Um, saving on overhead, yeah. And we just built a house last year, so we kind of retrofitted the kitchen a little bit to make cake. But yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I've seen some pictures of the 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 cakes that you make, and they're they do they rival Cake Boss type stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's no fondant. I'm not a fondant person, so it's all frosting. Wow. Now see, now yeah. I'm really impressed because I thought it was fondant and. Oh no, no, no. Wow. It's, it's tasty too. It's not just nice to look at. You can it's good it's she makes her own uh frosting from scratch and cake and all that stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's good it's quality cake. Now I I don't know the logistics of any of this. I, I'm assuming that it's pretty much just local. You don't do shipping or online stuff, do you? I haven't, but actually a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, I, sh- I actually, I make cake jars and I shipped those to Citrus Heights and they made it. So that worked good. <laughs> What's a cake jar? It's a jar of cake. It's like a, it's like a, a, yeah, you just do like a cake layer, frosting layer, filling layer, and you just keep going just dive into it with a spoon when that's you right. take the lid that's off right. oh wow well uh, like a mason, figure a mason jar full of cake yeah Kinda, now yeah. now i want one now i want yeah. one yeah I'll send you one. <laughs> yeah send me one um I will. uh and we'll actually send I'll, I'll give you addresses if and of course i'll pay you for it but you know uh i'll, have, <laughs> I'll send uh have you send like one to me, one to Aaron, and then one out to Kentucky to our friend Patrick, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll we'll try him out on the show. You can rate him for me. Absolutely. Would you want to oh, come sorry. in? Would you want to come on for the the rating? Sure. Okay. Fantastic. That'll that'll be awesome. Nice stuff. I can't handle rejection of any sort. So. Okay. Well, I'll warn Patrick about that because he's brutally honest. Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's like work for me. <laughs> we may have to kick him off of that show too. <laughs> What's that? Huh? What'd you say? I said we might have to mute him or something. Yeah, that's being- yeah, that's easy enough to do. Easy enough to do. <laughs> My so. fragile psyche. <laughs> I'm in charge in the complaint department. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would actually uh, like to see uh, you versus Patrick. That'd be funny, actually, because he's a pretty big Marine. Yeah. So that would be, you know, that'd be, uh, that'd be like a good UFC octagon fight, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I, I can set. I I'm gonna say see if I can set that up for the show. That's... Uh, he's, he's probably 20 years younger than me too, right? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's in his 40s. He's 20 years younger than me. <laughs> 20 years younger than him. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to give away your age, but you know. Oh, uh, I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> well, you know, he's like 39. He's not ashamed of that. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, 39. <laughs> well, that makes me 29 then, so. You guys look great for your age. Yeah, don't we? <laughs> we yeah. aged really well. <laughs> like a fine wine, us beans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the Scottish in us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the Scottish are fine people. That's right. Yeah. See, warriors. That's what I always say. Highlanders. There can be only one. They can wear dresses. You know. (laughs) My husband is fish too. He's a big bald dude with a red beard. So see, perfect. These days, especially with young marines. Yeah. I'm sorry. Say that again. He's in charge of complaints when it's young marines. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I might be able to set that one up. (laughs) He's 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 a little bit bigger than I am. That's for sure. All right. (laughs) Well, only because he's not wasting away from age. No, <laughs> no you're not. Fine. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. What? <laughs> said I can still outride her. Oh, better than me, which is not the case ever. Yeah, you you have, from what I hear, you have a uh, a little collection of of Harleys. I do, yes. I have a 91 Harley-Davidson Springer Softail. I have a 2015 Sportster. And the newest is a 21 Street Glide. Nice. Yep. And my husband has a 21 Road Glide and an 87 Softail. So we have too many motorcycles in the garage, depending on who you ask. Nice. So that, that's <laughs> awesome. And, and uh, I mean, I store my inventory. What's that? They store my Indian for me. Yeah, we usually don't like Indians around, but we keep his. Well, because... Indian motorcycles. Right. <laughs> let's, right. let's be specific. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're not talking about Aboriginal people. We're talking no. about motorcycles. We don't like an Indian motorcycle rider, but we keep him around. Right. <laughs> Somebody's got to ride the classy stuff. Oh, here we go. Oh, you know, I, I'm a fan of uh, Indian motorcycles because... Uh, they, well, I mean, weren't they before Harley? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're the innovator. Yeah. Har- they were before Harley. Yeah. yeah. Harley was 1906. and oh, uh, three. Indian was. Harley was 1903. Was it 03? Yeah. Don't talk to me about Harleys. I don't I was right about. about the same time then. I don't know. <laughs> I have, <laughs> well, weren't I you, have, Jim, weren't you around back then? Yeah, it was. That's what I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I mean, you're only a little bit older than me, but uh, 
<laughs> ten years. Yeah. Is it ten years? Yeah, it's a ten year difference. Wow. I I got all the looks and the the smarts. He got all the brawn. I'm gonna have to tell you what you guys look like twins. So (laughs) if you got the looks, he did too. If he didn't get the looks, neither did you. (laughs) Well, you know, I I do like to tell the story every once in a while, and I I hope you don't mind me bringing up uh, this past. But when uh, I was a teenager, I believe uh, you and I and your wife at that time all went out shopping for Christmas. You, you took me on a little shopping spree for Christmas. And you and I were walking side by side, and um, she came up behind me thinking she, you were me, or I was you. And Weird. Yeah. Seeing as there's quite a height difference between me and you. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Was that your first wife? She, was, was, that, was that my first wife? Yeah. Was it my mom? No. No, it was way before you, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, if you were a teenager. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I don't know, I think it was like 17, so it would have been about mm, 1988. Maybe I was younger than that. It might have been around oh, 85. Sam came at 88, so. Oh, yeah, then it was way before that. Maybe I was much younger. Maybe it was like 13, 14. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, Sam was born in 88. That makes the story even weirder, though, if you were basically a kid. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah. <laughs> really, right? Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I got more of the looks in the, br- in the brains. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Agree to disagree, he says. Uh, you know, uh, since, since I brought you on to talk about uh, family stories, let's do a break here. And then we'll come back and we'll hit some of the beaten family stories in the next break. Hopefully, uh, Shane, you got one and I know you guys got a ton of them and I've got a few. So we'll uh, take a break here and we'll come back and we'll with more beaten family dysfunctional stories. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) Yes. We put the fun in dysfunctional. That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the the Rock Salt cast experience. Hey, this is P-Punk, bass player for Faithhead, and you're listening to Rock Salt, but I don't really understand why it's called Rock Salt, because they're not making any ice cream, so don't expect anything good. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, and uh, with me, I got my niece, Hannah, Hannah Smith now, right? That's right. All right. See, I had to trade in the name for Smith. I'd be some normal. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know what I uh now beaten is the actually I've found out that it's it's essentially like the Smith name in Scotland. There's a lot really? of beatens out there. It's way old. It's an old name. Well Well, I mean, I if you if you Google me or my name, I should say, David Beaton, you'll find uh, pretty much everything that comes up is the Cardinal David Beaton from like the 15th century, and he was a a uh, murderous tyrant. Nice. Yeah, he was a shyster. That one, they <laughs> yeah. They, I think they have a, a little phrase. They say you wouldn't if you if you're pulling a fast one on somebody. They, they say you wouldn't be pulling a Davy Beaton on yeah, me, would you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've uh, met a few Scots, and uh, 
And I've told him, well, you know, my dad was all into genealogy and he, he kind of traced me or us back to the Cardinal and they go, Oh yeah. Cardinal beaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, uh, it's kind of like saying, uh, telling people, yeah, they, they trace my genealogy back to Hitler and they go, uh, okay, Hitler. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Mussolini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has something to be proud of. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he, he had the name traced back to uh, to William Wallace for crying out loud. Braveheart. The old the old man did. He had it traced where where Wallace married a beaten. Yeah. Well, you know, so, I tried to uh, I tried to tell a friend once that. Uh, you know, in the movie Highlander, he's a McLeod, which is where the Beatons are part of the clan McLeod. Yeah. And uh, I said, our family, of course, we're not in the true sense of the movie term Highlanders. You know, we're not carrying around swords and cutting people's heads off. Screaming there could be only one, but I, I told him, you know, we're, we're part of the clan McLeod. We're, we're Highlanders. And he wouldn't just would not believe me that that was even a real thing. <laughs> well, they've been trying to, it just seems like lately in this country, they're trying to destroy history. It's yeah, it, it's believable stuff. It's stuff to be proud of. And, People people mix it up so much they 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 lose their names and their family history and their their pride you know yeah they know nothing about their history you know and uh, this was this actually came up I'm gonna get off on the rails here for a minute but uh, this actually came up in uh, a thought of mine the other day which is uh, I was watching some video about cultural appropriation and you know. Uh, uh, oh, you you can't dress up as this person for Halloween, or you can't dress up as that because it offends this culture and all that nonsense. And um, I uh, I went well, you know, nobody seems to mind culturally appropriating the Scots because everybody wears uh, kilts for whatever reason, you know. Well, not everyone, mm-hmm. but a lot of people do. And I go, well, you're not Scottish. What are you wearing a kilt for? Yeah, I mean, I'm Scottish and don't wear a kilt. I'm culturally what? Yeah, well, you know, it, let's keep uh, my private life out of this, okay? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no. you're doing the privacy of your own home, I guess. Right. <laughs> but um, uh, nobody seems to care about that cultural appropriation, and I went. Well, it's, yeah, it's it's they. I don't know. They 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 do it to to make a point or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Usually a stupid point, so you know. Yeah, you want to wear wear a kilt that makes you feel that way. What do we, I mean? What about the guy who thinks he's Scottish and got his roots and he made a mistake, you know? And he kind of got into wearing kilts, you know? Yeah. What, are you gonna do? what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hell, you're not Scottish anymore. Take your kilt. Give me a break already. <laughs> well, I, really, that's that's where I kind of went with this. Is oh, I don't get offended that people who aren't Scott wear kilts that's not where i'm going what i'm what i was getting at was the double standard of it is like well it's not okay for this group but it is okay for that group right yeah right. so anyhow mm-hmm. um you know uh um I, i'm gonna start with one of the dysfunctional beaten stories and it's one of my favorites in fact i was just telling this story a, a couple of weeks ago to somebody and hannah you could 
probably help me out with this story because it involves you and you probably know Ooh. the story better since I've heard it secondhand from Jim uh, or thirdhand, whatever. Um, <laughs> about the time that you, uh, um, uh, your your sister had some friends over and you had the the bar in your backyard and uh, you ended up putting the um, Stone Cold Steve Austin standee up on the bar. Do you remember oh, this? Yeah. Okay. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> you, I'll, I'll just let you tell the story because we'll hear it firsthand from you instead of thirdhand from me. You might know better. Okay. Well, this it. is this is how I tell the story, which is uh, that your sister's a little older than you, and uh, that she had some friends over, and your dad had a a garage in his backyard that he had turned into essentially a bar because it had a bar in it, but it was also a playroom type thing. It had all the, you know, ping pong table and shuffleboard mm -hmm. and darts. And it had, it was just a nice place to hang out. And, uh, and so uh, you were hanging out with your sister. She had some friends over and one of the friends told you, you to run along or get out of there or something like that. Am I, am I good so far? Am I telling the story? None of them like me. None of them like you. I, all right. I didn't know that part of the story. I just figured what? Yeah. I'm just the, uh, the little sister. Yeah. I just it. figured it was a, a younger sibling sort of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, so uh, you, and this is what I love about you, Hannah, Hannah is you never, <laughs> you never back down from a fight. And, no. <laughs> and I don't mean Why do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know about physical fights, but I know as far as, you know, just standing up for yourself, you, you never mm -hmm. had a problem doing that. And so, um, mm -hmm. uh, so you, the, this guy told you, you know, why don't you get out of here? Why don't you run along? And you said, well, I don't have to, uh, because this is my dad's place. Great. And, uh, and he said something to the effect of, oh, what are you going to, what are you going to tell your dad on me? He's going to beat me up or something. And, uh, uh, she, and I, I'm, I'm losing train of thought here, but you had a, a, like a one foot tall stone cold Steve Austin cardboard standy in the bar there. And, uh, you said, uh, he said, well, I don't, you know, I don't have to. This is my dad's place. And he's like, are you going to sick your dad on me? And one of his friends went, no, nah, I don't think you want to do that. I don't think you want to go there. This is the way I remember the story. And uh, he said, what? I'm supposed to be afraid of her dad? And he goes, yeah, you see that, that standee over there, that stone cold? That's her dad. <laughs> and he goes, no. And he goes, yeah, dude, that's her dad. I don't think you wanted to go here. <laughs> and you were yeah, kind of like, yep, that's my dad. What are you going to do? <laughs> a lot of people were like, that's your dad when they met him. Yeah, he's a big, bald guy with all the tattoos. Now it's not like so crazy for to be a big, bald guy with tattoos. But back then you didn't see it as much, you know, like he was scary to people. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was very intimidating. That's for sure. He's got an RBF, too. What's that? So resting bee face oh yeah <laughs> well we we all have that <laughs> that's part of the beaten curse what? that's true that's that, very true that's why all us guys 
grow the beards and everything is just to cover up our face. <laughs> well, just, yeah, you're just showing off now because I can't grow beards. So. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, hey, nowadays, there's a way around everything like that. That's true. <laughs> and no one, will, true. no one will judge you for it. My husband might. But. Okay, well, he might. And and that's <laughs> definitely a, an important person, you know. To, He'd be like, nice beard, bro. <laughs> And then high five you and go, hey, let's go for a ride. <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll go down to the local bar and you know, pick up yeah, chicks and have would. beers. Yeah, he, would. <laughs> he goes with the flow pretty well in our family. Uh, okay, see, I've never met him or talked to him, so I don't know if I'm offending at the moment. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. Um, no. I, I have a story for you, David. Okay, let me see your face. <laughs> this one's this one's this one's classic. Okay, it, it's the teak, the Christmas teak nut bowl. I story. love I love this story. By the way, okay. I still have that teak wood giant nut bowl in my bedroom to this you day. Still have your, you I still, still have your, you got your gavel. No, the gavel was lost. I but I do want to replace the gavel. Anyway, um, uh, I can't hold this phone and get it right. Anyway, but um, hey, hey, Hannah, hold, help that help the old man out for a minute. Yeah, okay, um, <laughs> he's technology anyway, challenged. A little bit, yeah. It's it's, it's not technology challenged. It's just it is little yeah. thing in it and, and whatever it's okay um, i'm technology challenged too i've been working on setting up this zoom call for like two hours yelling at <laughs> at the computer so <laughs> so anyway it's 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 christmas and uh kenneth you the old man had gotten back from vietnam or thailand basically mm -hmm. and he brought a bunch of stuff back cool stuff too it was cool stuff really yeah. cool stuff and uh, we were, one of them was a big, was, how big is that wall? It's the size of a basketball. Yeah, it? it's a it's a walnut that's literally walnut. like that big. And it's cut in half, and it's about maybe a little bigger than a basketball. And you, you, you opened up the walnut, and it was hollow inside, and that's where you put your nuts. And then <laughs> your walnuts. A, um <laughs> Then it had a, a gavel for busting your nuts open, and then it had the you know nutcrackers and everything in there, the tools to dig the nut meat out and such. Yeah. So this thing, <laughs> this thing is sitting there. Mike and I are are we're racing slide cars. We got slide cars now. Mike, Mike is my middle brother. Mike's eight yeah. years older than me. Jim's ten years older than me. And Mike, <laughs> Mike's got middle child syndrome. He always hated me. Yeah, well, he hates everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He does hate everybody. He, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't discriminate. He's no. He doesn't discriminate. No, he hates way. everybody equally. <laughs> so anyway, we figured out that if you took your slot cars and you took a little dab of Crisco and put it on the the slot car track, when you hit the thing, that thing would it it burn them off. It yeah. go sideways and everything all the time because the tires were slipping. Well, Dave, Mike and I are playing this thing and having a good time with it. Dave, being a little guy, he says, you know, he wants to just try, you know. Well, I'm the oldest, so I never give up my controller, but Mike's good. <laughs> and uh, Mike wasn't giving up the controller this time. So uh, we're sitting there, 
you're sitting there racing. You're having a good time. Dave's kind of whining at Mike. Come on, give me a chance. Da 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 da. The whole shoot match. And all of a sudden, it gets quiet. Mike and I are racing, and I hear this. Oh, Jesus! Sounded like a. It sounded like a, somebody knocking on a door. You know, I was pounding on a door, and I look back, and Mike's ducking, and Dave's got the gavel that was out of the the that big that- nut bowl. And he's bonking Mike in the head because he's so mad that, uh, that Mike wouldn't let him play. Well, anyway, <laughs> Dave takes off running. I, if he'd been in our house, it was kind of a loop, you know? Yeah. Well, and, if, if, let me let me paint a picture a little bit. It's kind of like an episode of Cops where I just ran up behind him and went, bap, 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 and then dropped the thing and ran like a mobster. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike chased him down. I can't recall if he caught you or not. I think you locked yourself in the bathroom. Uh, but, uh, I, I believe Mike just locked me in the closet, which he was known to do. Yeah, Mike did that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was a good one. You know, the other thing that uh, Mike used to love to do, and I have no idea why he gained so much enjoyment out of this, but um, uh, back in the seventies. It wasn't uncommon for a family to have a family dim- dinner of KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and you get the big bucket of chicken with, with all the mashed potatoes and stuff like that. And so we'd have these styrofoam containers of mashed potatoes left over. And for some reason, Mike used to love to, like, he would hang out behind a corner and he knew you'd be walking by and he'd have that container of mashed potatoes ready to just smash in your face. In your face. He had a thing that smashed and stuff. Food in your face. <laughs> a weird dude. <laughs> he said, like, one day I was watching the house and he says, got half a tomato. He goes, smash this in my face. He's giving me this tomato. I'm like, what, are you, what is wrong with you, man? He said, no, no, you know you want to. You'll love it. Smash this in my face. I'm like, Mike, I ain't doing it. That's I ain't weird. doing That's it. That's weird. It is weird. It is weird. It also sounds like a setup. A little bit, yeah. That's what I was thinking. He well, I did. Yeah, I didn't go for it. I'll tell you what. You do your weird food smashing <laughs> on your own. eat the stuff. Okay, it's good lord. I'm not a willing participant in your food smashing fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely odd. Uh, you know, uh, one of the other uh, stories that you know involved Mike was. Um, I'm trying. I just had it on the tip of my tongue too, and I. I I've since forgot it, but one of the ones that I vividly remember as a little kid was Mike is, um, he's an artist. He's very talented artist. And he used to watch a lot of cartoons growing up. And, uh, I remember he was watching, uh, pink Panther cartoon on, on TV one day. And, uh, this was when you had the big, uh, console TV that weighed about 800 pounds with the 13-inch screen. You know what I'm talking about? Takes takes three men and a small boy just to move it. Yeah, and a forklift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it usually had a turntable in it and a stereo and a whole shooting match. Yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a nice piece of furniture. Exactly, nowadays, yeah. nowadays we don't look at TVs as furniture, but back then it was furniture. So, um, anyhow, I uh, I really wanted to watch Sesame Street. And he was watching Pink Panther and uh, he had been watching it for a long time. I felt at least. So I, uh, I first asked 
you know, can we watch? And he said, no. So I went up and I just changed the channel. <laughs> and he <laughs> silently got up and changed the channel back. And then I just went up and changed the channel again. And he silently got up, changed the channel back. And then I did it again. And then he came over and he punched me in the stomach. This little five-year-old kid. Uh, he punches me in the stomach, goes over, changes the channel, and sits down without saying a word about anything. <laughs> yeah. so it sounds like Mike. <laughs> it was like message sent. <laughs> I tried yeah. to warn you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I remember the, the Mike story. Um, and Jim, you could tell this way better than I could. Um, the story of Mike uh, uh, backing up our grandparents' toilet. Do you remember this? No. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll set it up, and I'm sure you'll probably remember as we go along. But um, uh, I believe... About, uh, Ruthie? Yes. Oh, that woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I, I believe it was our grandparents. Maybe it was Uncle Dave and Aunt Jean. I don't remember. but um, uh, And I think this was before me, by the way. I think this was before I was born, but I've heard the story several times. How uh, he, he decided he was going to put, like, all kinds of paper in the toilet. And he backed up the toilet. This, yeah, you look at, at it sideways, Shane. This is the mind of Mike Beaton. Okay, don't try to wrap your head around it. It doesn't make sense. He just was this just for fun. Probably, I don't know. You'd have to ask your dad, Dad. But um, he he was no. I don't remember him doing it, but it, it doesn't sound like it's too out of, out of his you know wheelhouse, right? So, uh, anyways, he uh, he backed up the toilet pretty good, and. Uh, uh, whether it was our grandparents or Uncle Dave and Aunt Jean, they got really upset that Mike had done this. And uh, back in the day, when you say you were going to discipline a kid, it, it involved some physical discipline. Yeah, you got your butt to watch. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to call it abuse, but it was physical discipline. And uh, yeah. and so you probably apply the Board of Education to the seat of knowledge. Right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so. The physical discipline was well on its way to Mike's seat of knowledge. And uh, Jim jumped in front of him in between the Board of Education and uh, Mike and went, you can't hit him. He's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> well, after what he did, I had a pretty good point to make. <laughs> I don't know. We. Well, we say what you want about Mike. We used to look out for each other. <laughs> well, yeah, you did. Um, well, it goes back to that, what I was talking about with F is for family, which is uh, you would come in and, and save the day. And you kind of were the savior of, you know, the two younger brothers. You were the the uh, the one who looked out for everybody when not everybody looked out for you. But uh, you, uh, uh, it goes back to that, I needed saving. And so... I, I interrupted you with this girl, so you came over and you saved me. But at the same time, uh, you had to you had to beat me up because you know I interrupted your time. <laughs> that was, uh, well, you know, you got to pay a price for that kind of help. You know? <laughs> That's, That's the way it works. 
Yeah. Trust me, you weren't the first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. This is Chris with the band False Star. You're listening to the Rock Salt Music Cast Experience with Dave and Aaron. I hope you enjoy the show. Sweet baby little lambs of God. Shane, you got any stories? I've been trying to think of something I can't right now. All right. Well, Shane's got his own personal hell that he has to deal with. He's probably got his own stories. Yeah. He should probably see a shrink about. Erased your, erased your or when he got the fight with the kid and neighbor the kid. Oh yeah, that's a great story. Uh, the, the, hey Shane, do you do you remember that that little kid that you couldn't stand it, when you guys were swimming at my house at the pool? I remember that kid. I, I don't. I was, do you he do not remember oh any God, of this. Well, I'm gonna, I'm I gonna remember that little this. kid. He was a pain in the butt, man. Was yeah. it? Oh, Shane just couldn't stand him. Hated him. Every, <laughs> every time, the, every time that the kid would look away or something, Shane, I think was was giving him a knuckle sandwich in the head or something. <laughs> so we, I, I don't know what it was. It, it ended up just being me. I was watching you and that little kid, and uh, he was just kind of a goofy kid. It was it's a kid that couldn't swim, and he go jump in the deep end. It's like, yeah, what, yeah. what are you trying to do, man? Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he really got under Shane's skin. Oh my God, Shane could not handle this kid. No, and they had been pecking. You guys had been picking at each other all day. I'd been sitting there, and I'm like, you know, it's just it was just picking stuff. So, <laughs> so finally, me being me, I said, I said, all right, you two clowns, get up here on the lawn. I said, we're going to have a fight. <laughs> I said, I a real fight. I want this over with. I want to see some blood. I want to see teeth falling out. I want a real fight. None of this punch and run stuff. <laughs> I think Shane was all for it. Sounds <laughs> about right. I would. Squared around, you know. This other kid was like. The other kid said, I've never turned down a good fight. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, if it, if it seems fair, you know, why not? Yeah. But, uh, you know, he just, if it, all day he was bugging you. I think he knew he was bugging you. And if not, you were kind of making it real to him that you, he was bugging you. And uh, I just, but I, I still never forget the look on you guys' faces when I said, that's it, man. We're going to fight. <laughs> I mean, this picking stuff is over. We're going to fight like men. Well, you know, uh, no, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. It's okay with it. Quit hitting on each other. Cause it's, I don't know. You had to be, shoot. I think you were maybe six or seven. Just yeah. Little, little. yeah. You weren't, you weren't very old. Yeah. Good time. I think kindergarten or up, around that time. Well, <laughs> I, I've got a Shane story and you're welcome to jump in on this one, Shane. Cause you were there for it. Um, Shane was in um, junior high. I think you were like eighth grade or something like that. Seventh, eighth grade, something like that. Yeah. And um, I, I worked a good half hour, 45 minutes from where Shane went to school. And I got a call at work from the principal of, you need to come down and pick Shane up. He's being suspended for fighting. And now we're, we're telling stories here, but... Shane is not, he's not a troublemaker. He's a trouble finisher, but he's not a troublemaker. Mm -hmm. um, and I went, well, this is, sounds really odd, but, geez, 
I'm on my way, you know, taking all this time off work so I can go find out what happened. So I get out there and uh, I pick Shane up and I go, dude, what happened? He goes, I was in a fight. It's my fault. I accept the, the responsibility. And I went, well, that's all fine and good, but this seems so out of character for you. He goes, no. Nope. I said, well, you got to tell me. He's like, no, nope, that's it. That, I, I hit the kid, and that was it. Well, I, um, I told the principal, I said, I'd like to speak to the teacher. Have the teacher call me. So the teacher called me later that evening, and uh, I said, so what went down here? And uh, she said, well, Shane has been bullied by this kid for, what was it, Shane, all year? Yeah, about, yeah, a good year. Okay. And um, he uh, sat behind you in class, right? Yep. Okay. And he said some not-so-nice things about you. Um, I'm not going to get into it because it's not worth rehashing, but... (laughs) What, just call me a ginger and all the other stuff? I yeah. I get called every day. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Go right ahead now. But uh, <laughs> back then, as we all are in, you know, seventh or eighth grade, we're trying to fit in and, you know, all of that. So it's it's a form of bullying. And so Shane goes, uh, uh, you know, hey, you need to knock this off or I'm going to essentially take it to the next level. And the kid decided he didn't want to knock it off. And so uh, the next thing that the teacher told me, she goes, I had my back to the class and uh, I heard this ruckus and I turned around and Shane had this boy in a headlock and was (laughs) punching him in the face. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and she she said, uh, she goes, uh, you know, it was once again, it's so out of character for Shane. But um, she goes, I immediately immediately said, Shane, stop. And she goes, thankfully, he did, because I've got to tell you, Shane was punching him like a man. And, <laughs> and I, I went, well, I've got well, to ask. <laughs> right. What are you doing? Do like a little butterfly punch? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I said, well. You know, uh, uh, I've got to ask, did this person deserve it? Because <laughs> sometimes it, 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 my reality is, um, and I know it's not normal reality nowadays, but in my reality, uh, sometimes you've got to send that message and that's the only way that you can convey it. Some people are so thick-headed that they are just never going to understand unless there's some pain to go along with their stupidity. There's only one, only one way to handle a bully. That's it. Yeah, is stand up to him. So um, she said to me, um, well, honestly, yes, he did deserve it. And, I mean, she goes, I can't say that as a teacher, but as a parent, I can tell you that. And uh, she said that the um, uh, boy was doing this all year long and that nobody really likes him in the school because he's doing it to everybody. And I said, well... I've got to ask you what you're going to do to ensure that this doesn't continue. Cause I will tell you that he'll do it again. And, uh, while I understand your suspension that he didn't, you know, cause they have a zero tolerance for fighting. And, uh, I said, so I understand that, but 
now that we know that this problem is here, what are we going to do to solve the problem and ensure it doesn't happen again? And she goes, well, I can move them to the other side of the school. I said, well, good, let's do that. And she goes, yeah, they don't like him over there either. And I'm like, well, that's uh, sounds like his parents' problem, not my problem. So uh, you can you can discuss that with them. But uh, she said, okay, and that's what they did. And uh, I went to the next. Oh well, when we went home, I said to Shane, I said, uh, first of all, look, you got a three day suspension, and uh, it does not mean that you can sit home and play Xbox and watch TV. You're, you know, uh, while you are right. Yeah. While I do support you in what you did, um, you know, there are consequences for our actions, and this is what the consequence is. So uh, I wasn't hardcore about it or anything like that. I just said no Xbox, really. So, um, and then uh, uh, I told you this. I love this story, by the way. It's Alice Cooper and the chicken story, which is Alice Cooper back in the 70s, uh, when he was trying to make a name for himself, he was doing this show and somebody tossed a live chicken up on stage from the crowd. Now, that's a whole other story in itself, why anybody would bring a live chicken to an Alice Cooper show, but that's right. what they did. <laughs> and uh, Alice Cooper grabbed the chicken and he <gasps> tossed it back out into the crowd where it was promptly um, quartered. <laughs> drawn and quartered <laughs> and and of course the uh, animal rights people went out of their minds and uh the media went crazy calling uh alice a, a satanist and all this and if you know alice's history you know he's not a satanist and uh his so he's sitting around talking to frank zappa one day and uh frank asked oh, him God. about the the chicken story and he goes honestly frank i i thought it I figured they had wings. I thought they could fly. He goes, so if I, I figured if I threw it back out, it would fly away. And uh, he goes, it didn't. <laughs> and he, and Frank told what? It's a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so Frank told him, Hey, uh, have you, have you told anybody else that yet? And he goes, no, he goes, don't Frank says, don't tell anyone that he goes, just keep your mouth quiet and let people think what they want to think. This is the, best publicity you'll ever get and that's what alice did for the longest time and he got great mileage out of it i told shane when he came home i said listen when you go back to school in a few days everybody's going to ask you what happened and your response should be what was the response don't talk about it i don't want to talk about it and i said i said and then the rumor is going to go crazy and at the end of the day, it's going to be, don't mess with Shane. He just picked on the biggest guy in the school and brought him down. And he, he, <laughs> and he didn't brag about it. I uh, just don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> it's a dark time in my life, brother. It's a dark time in my life. So I went to the next uh, parent-teacher conference. And one of the things I always asked in the parent-teacher conference, because I know how important this is, is... How is Shane doing socially in school? Does he have friends? Is you know what's going on? And they said, "Well, he's made significant improvements socially ever since the incident." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, yeah. "Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good enough for me. As long as yeah. he's, you know, 
So uh, that's one of my favorite Shane stories. Uh, there's another Shane story that I love that uh, Shane, when he was a young baby, a young child, he couldn't say his S's. Anything that started with S, he couldn't say it. He just cut, <laughs> drop, He just dropped the S. And uh, so we were driving around. Shane's in his car seat one morning, and it had snowed in Reno where we lived. And he kept going, look, Daddy, no. Look, Daddy, no. And I was going, I'm sorry, I don't understand. What are you trying to say? Look, Daddy, no. That's all he would say over and over. And I, I turned to my wife and I went, I don't know what he's saying. And she tried and he, she's like, I don't know what he's saying either. <laughs> and look, Daddy, no. And it just kept going. And, uh, you know, most people would say, oh, a bad father would never do anything like that. And I agree. But um, they also don't know the beaten family. And uh, we have a certain threshold that once you read it, reach it, um, it, it goes from, oh, I'm down on, on the RPM level. I'm down in the uh, 1500 range to I've reached that threshold. And, oh, now I just redlined, um, which was <laughs> so he kept saying. And I went, oh, I, I don't know what you're saying, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I felt like I hurt his feeling so bad. But Nancy was finally able to decipher it. And she's going, oh, he's trying to tell you, look, Daddy, snow. <laughs> <laughs> he was so excited and i was just like oh no i don't know what you're yeah. saying <laughs> poor shane i know i think it comes from uh i think it comes from the old man ken because he was pretty good at reaching that threshold where it was just quiet 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 and then all of a sudden something would come flying towards your head <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> well um, all right. Well, I, I've gone way over time, and I've told a lot of stories. Hey, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, I definitely love having you guys on. Hannah, come back and talk to us about your business, and I will set something up for nope. we can all try out your cake. You still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a talking sort of thing, just to let you know. Um, <laughs> You're kind of cutting out. Oh, am I? <laughs> All right. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Well, it, well let's wrap it up here. Well, it, give me your cake business name again. Born Free Cake Company. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Under Born Free Cake Company, I'm assuming. Yeah, Born Free Cake Co. But, you know, same thing. Yeah, I get it. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll link it on our Facebook and, and everything as well. So people can come find you, especially out in South Dakota, right? Yes, yes. It's yeah, it's, it's kind of cold here today. <laughs> it's a little chilly for Sacramento. Um, it has been down in the 30s. It's, it's been cold. Oh, it's three. It's three here. It's minus 17. It's three. We're going to have a high of zero on Friday. This week will be minus 17. Uh, Well, you know, we all make choices in life, and my choice was not to move to South Dakota. (laughs) Oh, Colorado was the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And and unfortunately, there's a a give and take because I did choose to live in California, and that's turning out to be a very unwise choice as well. I was going to say, how's that working for yeah. us? Uh, no, it's... Galvin take Yeah. No, it's more like asking, uh, how am I working for Newsom? 
Because every I do, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? That should be his campaign. What can yeah. what can you do? Don't ask what you could do for yourself. Ask what you can do for Gavin Newsom. Because every well, day there is a brand new tax that we don't seem to benefit from in any sort of way. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. It is. And uh, I, I, I do like your governor out there. Um, and I, I always fall back to that whole drug campaign meth. We're on it. We're on it. <laughs> We're on it. <laughs> it's about as bad as the um, driving in inclement weather is don't jerk it. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, don't jerk it. Is it. Was that a, was that a campaign out in South Dakota? Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, when you're driving on the ice, don't jerk it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's wise advice, I guess. But uh, um, it makes sense. Yeah, but uh, I, I gotta, I've gotta ask. Hey, maybe Hannah, you could help me with this. I gotta get some of those people who make these things up on my show and ask them what are they thinking. <laughs> I'll start asking around. There's like five people in South Dakota, so they shouldn't be hard to find. Okay. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, right. Well, you do have the internet, right? I mean, so we got that going for us. Yeah, we got us telephones and indoor plumbing. <laughs> you, you don't have to have the outhouse anymore. Well, I did love that the first time I visited South Dakota. I was driving through all these, uh, by the, all these houses that had these second floor doorways with no stairwells off of them. It was just the side of the house and a doorway that went to nowhere and i went it makes no sense to me what's the doorway for and you told me well, it's for when the snow gets really bad yeah and i'm like yeah. well uh, if the snow's so bad that i need a second floor doorway <laughs> maybe i don't want to <laughs> live here no you're still going to work if you better don't use that second me. floor doorway. <laughs> yeah. they're not falling anything off for them better have thought about it and dug that car out last night yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep, no prisoners around here. No, no snow days. The last two days, I haven't missed a, a minute of work. No, yeah. me neither. And I don't live in town, but well, well yeah. You know, uh, South Dakota, where the men and men and the uh, the women are women, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's Cal you know, I'm in California where the men are women and the women are men, so <laughs> <laughs> True, true. Well, at least you got it. At least you got it all worked out, right? Yeah, well, you know, it, it throws you a curveball every once in a while, but you know, the longer I'm here, the more you look for the tail telltale signs of what's what. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Lola, that song Lola came out a long time ago, too. Ah, you know what? Maybe Newsom should use that as his campaign song. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, guys. You too. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. And uh, <laughs> hang on the line. This is the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Hi, this is Patrick from Three Days Under, and you're listening to the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Get some. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, Aaron, Dave, no Patrick. No Patrick. Oh, I didn't even get an ADP. <laughs> ADNP. ADNP. <laughs> it's just funny how he, he'll, you know, you know, you, you like, hey, give me ADP, and he'll do it different each time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he throws me off with it, too. And I think he intends to throw me off with it. Oh. Because I, I, I wait, and I wait. There's a story. You remember... Um, uh, 
who was that DJ? Um, and that's the rest of the story. Uh, what was his name? Oh, oh my gosh. You know, you know who I'm talking about, yes. though. I know you're looking it up, and I'll tell the story. So I was listening to Don Geronimo. He's a DJ out of WJFK, I think. Is he? No, he's on a different station now. But anyways, uh, if you want to listen to Don Geronimo, he is on um, iHeartRadio. And he, he told a story of his days back in, uh, back in radio where that guy... Did you find his name? Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. That's the guy. I should have known that. All I could think of was Art Bell, and I knew it wasn't Art Bell. Yeah. Paul Harvey. When I listened to Rush Limbaugh, they always had a segment. Yeah. That's for a story. Yeah. I should have known that. And he had great stories to tell. Uh, He'd always end end his break with, and that's the rest of the story. A little pause there, you know? And Don Geronimo said that, when they used to record those things to play at a later date, um, they they would give them to different DJs to play. So he put it on a on a cart, and he would give it to the DJ to play later. He said we would continually cut it so we would make that pause longer and longer and longer, and to the point I think it went like. 45 seconds or something. <laughs> and as a DJ, that's really funny because um, you're sitting there waiting. You can see what the out cue is. You can see that, and you know that he's going to say the rest of the story. So you know it's there. So you're, you'll sit there and you'll wait and you'll wait. And then you'll go, wait a minute, something's not right. And you'll start looking at the board or you see if the card's playing. <laughs> and then in the middle of you doing something else because you moved on, here's Paul Harvey going, rest of the story. <laughs> Anyways, Don Geronimo is a great storyteller and uh, he's definitely worth checking out his show. He's, uh, like I said, you can find him on iHeartRadio. He's on the East Coast, so you'd have to listen in the middle of the night because he's a morning guy. And, um, but, uh, he's funny. He's a very funny DJ. Anyhow, moving on. Winter Wonderland from Striper there. <laughs> um, I used to have that. I, th- I'm pretty sure I still do have that on a picture disc, a seven inch vinyl picture disc of Striper in the yellow and black days, you know, uh, with the big hair. Yeah. I, I, I um, my friend Mike had that. I have the yellow disc, I think. Okay. Of that. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, I I know people love that one. Uh, once again, I know I talked about Battle Him and the Republic last time. This was not a solid cover from Striper, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, I love Wonder Wonderland. Really? I do. I, really I do. find it to be, well, you know what? It is perfect because it is a perfect picture of like 1986. <laughs> big hair bands oh yeah hey robert <laughs> you know that old thing so um and i enjoyed reason for the season too yeah i i i love striper i just every once in a while you got to poke fun at your heroes right? that's true well they're not heroes what, what do i want to say um every once in a while michael sweet posts something on instagram with their old pictures yeah the, them in the yellow and black and they're like Oh, that was hideous. Well, you know, he did, when we saw him on the uh, To Hell with the Devil tour, he was talking about walking around uh, Sunset Strip, and uh, you go, wow, there's a really cute girl. Oh, no, that's Robert. (laughs) 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 Oh, anyways. So, um, 
Oh, we should have got some Christmas music, some sleigh bell music for this. Uh, pad for me. I'll okay. find some Christmas All right. uh, nondescript music that maybe we can get away with playing. Um, <laughs> no one's listening. <laughs> well, you know, it's for, the well, algorithms it, it, that are listening. That's right. If you want to be, uh, give us a Christmas gift, folks, just follow, like us, you know. We don't ask uh, for much. Yeah, that's it. Just push the button on your phone or tablet or computer. Just click, you know, maybe a like on YouTube. You know, it helps our egos, right? That's it. This show's all about our egos. <laughs> well, my <laughs> mine mostly. Well, Patrick <laughs> is just a show for he can he can dress up into a costume. Every yeah, week. I think it gives him an avenue, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so I am finding. I, I, I wonder if his kid goes. Who's daddy this week? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> mommy. Who's that strange man? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna put it low in the background. There's a little jingle bells. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, it's kind of become a tradition on our show that we do our gift giving. You know, each year yeah. we we get something for each other. Uh, you know, we don't put a dollar cap on it, but no. we try to keep it in the like the twenty dollar range somewhere in there. Yeah. You know, because we got families, yo. Yes, we do. <laughs> so I'm going to go first because I'm a... Uh... And it's the thought that counts. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> okay. If you say so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, you know, I'm always very appreciative. Should I open this first or that? You got no, me no, two. I only there. got you one. Go, no, that so, one. That All right. Yeah. Um, I'll have to step up my game next year. I actually was going to get you a second one. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want me to at least tell you what it was going to be? What? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it was like a shirt pretty much like yours. It's just a T-shirt, uh-huh. um, a black T-shirt uh, with a wreath on it. It said, uh, I survived the Nakatomi <laughs> Christmas party. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but uh, I ran out of time. That's all right. All right. Ripping open the package. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh hey, look. Hey. I was just looking for these. Yeah. Uh, my store was sold out. Uh, bear claws. I yes. love them. A case of bear claws. Yep. I might I might have one of those now. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> I'm not lying. Uh, oh, my gosh. All uh, right. that, no, that's the grand prize. So oh, that's why okay. I'm making you go last. Because I, right. I, I really do want to get a good reaction out of you. Oh. So I'm going to uh, be greedy and open the second one now. If that's cool. Yeah. All right. And when you do your other show with Patrick, uh, you can wear that. Oh, he can? Yeah. Well, that kind of gives it away. Yes, it does. A little bit. <laughs> Is it a mask? <laughs> <laughs> no, Patrick will wear those. Let's see. Oh, you wrapped this thing good. Don no. must have wrapped oh, this. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. This is definitely not wrapped by a man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going to get canceled now. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone who identifies as a man. <laughs> Um, oh, man. Let's see. Oh, cool. T-shirt. Yes. Right on. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I didn't think you had one. No, I don't. Um, this is a... Uh, I, I will wear it on the next show, actually. Okay. It's a uh, Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. Yes. I will proudly wear that, by the way. Oh, I know you will. I totally will. I may wear it to the Christmas party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was in the uh, post office today I, mailing out packages. I just... Want to offend a bunch of people? Oh, just wear that shirt around. You know, I'm not. Uh, I I do have a bit of a filter. I'm not 
I'm not Jermaine. <laughs> I have a little bit of a, uh, oh, how will this go? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, where Jermaine just jumps in to the deep end of the pool. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I was at the post office today. Long line, no doubt. I was there right when it opened. And I, um, I told my son after we left, I said, you know, I didn't jump into that conversation because you were there and I didn't want to embarrass you or anything like that. But behind us in line, there was one person, by the way, one person working the counter at first. They didn't call out two more, but there was one person for like 10 people in line. And a dude behind me says to another dude behind me, government. <laughs> It's government run, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, Newsom. Oh, you know. <laughs> and it went on and on. Oh, and I just wanted to jump in. And I went, no, I can't do that to Shane. <laughs> so, and then uh, uh, then when we get to the counter, uh, talking to the very nice woman behind the counter that was helping me out. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but we got on the subject of music and seeing concerts. And she said, uh yeah, I don't. I, I really like Garth Brooks, but I don't. I don't listen to him anymore since he went to you know Biden's inauguration. That's the way she said it. I see. And I went, yeah. Well, okay. I'm trying not to be political. <laughs> and uh, so I just Lord let her help me. Yeah, please. <laughs> just let her talk. Just let her talk. Um, but uh, I did tell. I did, did tell Shane when we got back to the car. I went, eh, you know what? She's got a point though. Uh, I don't listen to Garth Brooks for politics, and he doesn't put politics in his music. Um, I don't know why you defend fans that way, especially when most of your fans are conservative. Well, I look at it like this. Um, the president, not Biden, but the president is asking you to come perform at his inaugural. And that, that's how I look at it. Okay. That's a decent way to look yeah. at it. So. You know, uh, like I said, he doesn't get into politics. And uh, he's okay in my book. Yeah. All right. Your All right. turn, brother. Oh, man. Okay. Can't All wait. Right. I can't wait. Can't okay. wait. It seems like a book. Probably is. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what it is? Can you tell what it is yet? Well, it's something with Striper. Yeah. And so. Wow. All right. Do you know what it is? No, I don't. Okay. It is a Striper devotional. I got that on their website. And, uh, you know, one of those things of, you are very difficult to buy for. I'm, I'm the most difficult. Yeah, you're very difficult to buy for. So I got to find really unique things that you there might like. Yeah. The video, I'm trying to get it oh, it's it's frozen on my end. Okay. So I don't know what's going All right. Well, if you say so, it doesn't yeah. show on my end. Okay. You're all frozen, but that's okay. Um, oh, my Zoom just crashed. Oh, there goes my, there goes my Wi-Fi again. Um, yeah, you froze. Yeah, my Zoom's gone. That's okay. Um, we'll, I'll take a picture. We'll post it. <laughs> All right. But you're frozen still on there. So we're, that, well, we're my Wi-Fi's good. gone. Yeah. My Wi-Fi's gone. Okay. Um, so where did we leave off? Oh, the uh, uh, yeah, you're very difficult to buy for. And I, I was like, ah, I really don't know what I need to get Aaron, but I need to get off the pot here because I'm running out of time. Um and this showed up. It, thank you to Michael Sweet. You know, he's if Gene Simmons was the best salesman in rock and roll, Michael Sweet is the vice. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to sell. 
Yes, he does. <laughs> um, anyways, this has the uh, the words to all their uh, all their not all their songs, but you know their early stuff and uh, chosen songs. I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a devotional. Goes up to number fifty three. There's fifty three songs here, and. Uh, it tells a little story of the band and how they put together the music and, uh, uh, you know, uh, what it relates to biblically. Uh, there's also some great pictures in here. Um, by the way, if you guys are interested, I'll give it a plug. Uh, go to the Striper website. Striper.com. Yeah. And uh, get yourself a Striper devotional because it, it's pretty cool. Well, last year you bought me a book. Or two years ago. I think it was last year you bought me the... Uh um, no, you before last, I think. You before last. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, the Nikki Six book. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this is way different than Nikki Six, bro- brother. <laughs> yes, but um, cool. Yeah, uh, you seem excited. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah, my wife says uh, you are so difficult to buy for. She and, and my dad was too because if I wanted something, I just went out and bought it. Yeah, he went out and bought it, and that's how I am a little bit. Yeah, you know. Well. You know, uh, I'm kind of the same way. Uh, I don't wait for Christmas because I'm not 100% sure I'll get that. So if I see something I really want, I'll just uh, snatch it up myself. I guess that makes me difficult to buy for. But, um, you know, I texted Don when I saw that. And I go, hey, would Aaron like this? And uh, she goes, he'd love it. I go, yeah. I go, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of envious at the moment. <laughs> I think I want one too, <laughs> and I thought that would be really funny if you if she told you that, and that's what you gave me. <laughs> oh, I see. No, she she didn't tell. She told me. Uh, she goes, "You're gonna you're gonna love his gift." Too. Okay, and and she is exactly right. She knows me. Yeah, Married over well, thirty years, way and, better uh, than me. Yeah, <laughs> and so, you know. It's going to be easy now. I know what to get you for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You'll forget. Uh, uh, that's all right. Okay. She, uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that no, because to, I'll ask her. What should I get Dave for? And she'll go. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. The. Uh, I wasn't saying that to her. You know, as a hint, hint. Yeah. I, I was just saying it factually, which is yeah. I'm a little envious. I think I want one too. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow that merry christmas thank you i hope you enjoyed the gift oh yes and uh we'll we'll check in with patrick when he's feeling better for the gift we got him yes so that'll be uh that'll be yeah that'll be saving the best for last <laughs> <laughs> yes it will be all right we got him some tie downs for his trailer in kentucky so he doesn't fly away in the next tornado that's it <laughs> or as they call him out there tornadoes <laughs> <laughs> Not a Nader, honey. <laughs> Ralph Nader, no. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play uh next the new Relent song. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I know. I, I really, I really like it. It's did you kinda, like it? Yeah, I did. Uh, and it, it's you know, it's more you know the Mariah Carey. Oh, uh, I was gonna uh, say, don't give it away uh, yet. Okay, but I mean, uh. But people it's, are it's, turning it off now. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a little, it's a, it, it starts off a little pop rock a little bit, and then it gets right into a, a heavy smasher. You know, you know? Uh, I love it. You know, this year they said that uh, Mariah Carey's version 
of all I want for Christmas finally fell off its its pedestal. Um, I I don't know what beat it out, but uh, it's not the top anymore, and that's okay. You know, had a good run. Yeah, uh, I was not a fan of the song until I saw a video on YouTube <laughs> of this guy, this comedian who dresses up like Mariah Carey, but he's got a full on beard. <laughs> yes, and then he does the song, and and it's really funny to see people's reactions. Yeah, I don't know if it's still up there in the current climate that we live in. Oh, it is up there. Is it all right? I would be very disappointed if it wasn't because that guy's really funny and I, I don't remember his name. I, it's got millions and millions of views. Yeah, he's yeah. very funny. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, go search. Go search. Uh, um, oh, what would be a good way to find that, Aaron? Uh, oh, just 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 go on YouTube and search. Oh, uh, I know all what. I, all I want for Christmas and it'll pop up because it's. it's Here, here's an even better way to narrow it down. All I want for Christmas chat roulette. And that'll take you straight to that video. Okay. Um, he's very funny. He's very funny. Yes. And uh, people's reactions to him are equally funny. <laughs> so don't hate me for liking all I want for Christmas because now I do. I know I'm late to the to the party on this one, and the party's already over. <laughs> but I dig this song, so I was kind of kind of glad it was in your playlist. All right. Relent. All I want for Christmas on the Rock Salt Musicast Experience. Santa Claus! Woo! Jesus is a friend of mine. 
right down the line He lightens my load and calms my fears I'm happy to say that after all of these years Jesus is still a friend of mine That's right, brother This is Coffee Shop Keegan from Dead Zen, and you're listening to Rocks All Radio. Rocks All Musecast Experience. Aaron, Dave, no Patrick. Andy B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's another bang up show. In the can, Aaron, as they as they say in the biz. In the can. In the can. <laughs> We could say, like Rush Limbaugh said, it's going in the radio vault, but none of our stuff is going in the vault. No, no. Unless the vault's the garbage can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We are thankful, though, um, this Christmas season. We've got a lot of positive feedback. People enjoy the show. The show has really grown, man. Yeah. And so we'll talk about that more on our, you know, year in uh, New Year's show. I'm. we're working on big work. things in 23, 23, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I almost yeah. said 24. Um, yeah. We're working on big things that we can't yeah, talk about right now. Seem like five years. Oh, so then, man. <laughs> last couple months seem like five years. Yeah. But uh, no, it, um, you know, I was just looking at the stats of who have listened to us. And so I'm share them this week with you. And, yeah. We'll uh, put them together it, in a nice little package. All yeah, right. We'll, we'll just talk about it. It's just, just uh I'll give you one thing is it, it's amazing that 3% of our audience, and again, we don't have a overwhelming audience, but 3% of our audience is from Germany. And that's just totally cool. Yeah. You could just uh, share what you, you know, your thoughts and these bands to people that you'll probably never meet. Well, and you know cool. what? I, I'm, I'll say this right now. If there's a German person listening in Germany right now, send us an email. Okay. I, yeah, rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Now, listen, uh, I am 110% serious about this because I want to talk to you. Yeah. I do. And and hopefully you speak English. If you're listening to this show, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I don't speak a Deutsch or how do they say it? It's frecken, frecken. I see. I don't, I can't even say speak German. <laughs> German. <laughs> so, uh, Sprechen die Deutsch. I don't know. I have to look that up. Anyways, um, yeah, I would love to talk to a listener in another country. That would be so awesome. I mean, that's how Oli found us. He's out in Finland. Yes, he is. And I'd like to talk to Oli again. But um, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get that band from uh, India we played about a month ago. Um, that's on Wattweiler Records. We're gonna yeah. get them during twenty twenty three. Okay. You want know, to get get some other bands from other places and and I'm totally interested in how they just came to cuz they're all uh like screamo and all that in India. I'm yeah. wondering how they how they found that genre. Yeah, and, that's and, really interesting. Yeah, but um again it is interesting interesting who's listened to you around the world. Yeah, cuz we had a for a while there we had a listener in Singapore, right? Yes. And uh, we had one or two out in Australia or something yeah, I, like that. I'll give you the list. It's, it's like 20 countries now um, that we've 
you know, that someone has started our podcast at least. <laughs> and, and, then, so, and they heard the first break and they oh, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, I was looking for Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm going to wrap it up here because we both got Christmas parties to go to and uh, presents to wrap and uh, life to live because I'm not living my life, brother. I'm wrapping presents. <laughs> Uh, I, I do want to give a shout out to Rottweiler Records. And, shout and, out and, to Rottweiler. And, and, whoa, and whoa, Bro- whoa. Broadhead's been great too. And and again, we got a lot of bands, but they sent us a couple Christmas songs uh, about a month ago. Um, thank you, Titus. Uh, and uh, so we're gonna play them on the podcast, the Muse Cash, and all that. I don't want. I want to get their names. So That's okay. Names. I'll pad for you. You go ahead and look that up. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm going to pad with, but I, I feel like I should uh, like come over and sit on your knee and give you 20 bucks for a picture. <laughs> Is that what they charge at the mall now? I, I have no idea. You know, my, my son hasn't done the Santa thing uh, in probably 15 how old is he? No, longer than that. Almost 20 years. <laughs> you know, I, I, I worked most this year at our UPS customer counter. And I so much, you know, I'm, I'm back in another area um, at my job at UPS. But I wanted, to, you know, I with this beard and this this outfit, I, I wanted to go work one day. And, but I was, I you know, I was afraid that some kid would, would come, you know, and just tell him, give me a letter or something like that. Because I, I again, I I know I resemble a little of Santa Claus, you know when I when I wear this. You look a lot like Santa Claus, yeah. dude. Uh, it's a uh, I am pentagram. I, no, 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 no. It's not an I am pentagram. It's called I am pen dragon. Pen dragon. Pen dragon. Thank you for uh, helping me there. And uh, <laughs> that, I'll get that this great, one right. That great Christian band, I am pentagram. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a D, not a T there. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, uh, I'm a little late on this joke, but this is what's playing at UPS when you come on back. And, uh, Welcome back. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, uh, Mangled Carpenter. Um we got those two Christmas songs coming up from Rottweiler Records. Thank you, Titus, for sending us those. And uh, I'm sorry about the name, guys. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll come on the show. Oh, they're, they're, they're probably laughing right now. I hope they, they are. Get, it, it's sort of like uh, my last name. People would say it with a K, and I'm thinking to myself, there's there's no K in my name. And so, uh, and so I, I do understand butchering names and not being too happy about it and so uh that's the band we used to be in before we became christians yeah (laughs) so it's uh i am the pen pen dragon pen dragon pen dragon like a writing pen and the dragon pen dragon and what's the name of the song holy mystery holy mystery thank you guys merry christmas and happy trails and all of that good stuff. And uh, we're going to get one more show in before the end of the year, right? Yep. Okay, the year-end wrap-up show. Happy trails, everybody. All right. Rocks out. Musicast experience.